Well, now we're speaking with Stephen Lamar, Executive Vice President of the American Apparel and Footwear Association. Uh, good morning, Stephen. I want to ask you the same question I asked the other two people here on the, on the podcast. The impact of, of presidential and congressional elections on the athletic floor in the apparel industries, and maybe you can also speak to TPP. Sure. Well, you know, all eyes are on the election, and we'll be uh, paying very close attention to the results and, and helping um, analyze the results and, and explain what they mean to our members in the industry. Obviously, we'll be, we'll be looking for the results tonight and, and, in fact, over the next couple of weeks because some of the, some of the races, particularly in the Senate and the House, may not be resolve uh, very quickly and that, that may or may not affect partisan control of, of either chamber. But the, the basic question about it is what happens to trade? Let me just begin by telling you that trade is crucial. It's part of the DNA uh, for a competitive industry. The, the footwear industry, athletic footwear industry, the apparel industry, in fact, really the entire fashion industry together absolutely needs trade. And, and we need trade for, for not only access to markets, but access to our suppliers. If you, let me just give you a couple of numbers so you can kind of understand how important this is. 98, uh, 97, and 95. 98, that's the percent of our footwear that is imported, uh, that, that, we, that we wear that is imported. 2% is made in the U.S., the rest of it's imported. 97 is the import penetration for apparel. 3% of our apparel is made in the U.S. 97% is imported. So 98 and 97, that represents the footwear and apparel that's made offshore. 95, that represents the number of consumers that wear those those clothes and shoes that live offshore. A lot of consumers in the United States, but there's a lot of consumers and there's growing consumers, growing consumer markets around the world. Um, increasingly, increasingly very important for our members. And so we need trade to get access to our suppliers in 98, 97. We need trade to have access to our markets. That's the 95%. So whoever wins, uh, whichever candidate wins or whichever parties win, we need to make sure that they understand going forward how important access to suppliers and consumers is going to be, whether it's through trade liberalization, whether it's through transparent and, and, and fairly enforced trade agreement. This is something we're going to be spending a lot of time on. As you know, uh, trade has taken a beating in the election. Um, it's, it's a very popular whipping boy for candidates. That's unfortunate. We've spent the last year talking a lot about why trade's important, not just to our industry, but also to the American public, the job-creating device and also consumers. But I'll tell you that as, as unpopular as trade seems to be sometimes during election, there is still widespread support among the electorate for trade. The Polling shows, polls after polls show that most Americans support trade, even most Americans um, that know about the TPP. You asked about the TPP, the Trans-Pacific Partnership, they support that as well. And what's interesting is you go back about 20 years even, even longer, but go back in more recent history, is members of Congress and for either the House or the Senate, candidates for president, they don't lose elections because they're against trade. Just an example, all of the members of the House, the House Democrats who voted in favor of trade promotion authority last year, not one of them has lost their primary race, uh, which people thought they might lose because they had been pro-trade, but that didn't happen. And other candidates who have been targeted for being pro-trade or for taking open views on trade, none of them have been ousted from their seats either. And so the, the narrative that a lot of Americans like to think is that, or a lot of the pollsters and the pundits like to say is, wow, trade is trade's taking a hit. And it is, it's getting a lot of, a lot of criticism, but it doesn't result in electoral defeats. And so we're going to take that plus the facts about how, how trade is good for the industry and for the American public. And we're going to be continuing to 
aggressively tell that story in the coming um, in the coming months. And that will be especially important as new administrations take over because they're going to need to understand and implement policies and procedures about about trade. You asked about TPP specifically, just very briefly. We think that the, the window to do uh, TPP to get it approved in Congress is open um, during the lame duck. This is the period after the election and before Congress leaves town for the year. We think there's a very good opportunity to get that done. You know, we're we're going to be working to make sure that gets done, and certainly would invite all your listeners to help us help us do that because it's an agreement that unites you know 800 million consumers, 40 percent of the world's economy, and really will present fabulous opportunity for our country and our industry in particular to do to do well. Well, I think if it's not passed during the well, first of all, even if it's passed during the lame duck, the net president is going to have to be responsible for a number of implementation tasks, which which will occur over a over a period of time of, of months and maybe even years. And so even if it's enacted into law in uh, at the end of 2016, the entry into force of the agreement may be delayed until 2017, 2018 through the natural course of certifying the other countries, uh, issuing the proclamations, issuing the regulations and so forth. If it, if the Congress doesn't take action, that just pushes that whole process back even further. And I think the I think the conventional wisdom is that either president would not feel it politically opportune to ask Congress for a vote during at least the first two years of his or her administration. I think the the feeling is is that a President Clinton would be more likely to find a way to move TPP forward through Congress than a President Trump would. So I think in either scenario, it's it, it will be a it'll be a period of time before TPP is considered by Congress. But I just want to just confirm to your listeners that even if it does pass in December, you know, November, December time period through Congress, entry into force of the agreement, you know, when we can actually start to see the benefits flow to the American people, um, that'll, that'll take a couple of years. And that's just that, that's just a, unfortunately, it's just a normal, natural way in which government works. It, it takes a long time for these things to, you know, be turned on correctly. Finally, Stephen, what would you describe the mood of the athletic footwear and apparel industry heading into the election today? Is it, is it uh, apprehension, nervousness about, is it going to make a huge difference depending on who, which candidate wins and how things go forward in, in the apparel and footwear industries? Well, I, I think apprehension and nervousness are, are, are two great words to describe kind of the, the mood. Um, I think it's, I think the, our industry is uh, shares the kind of the views I think of a lot of the American public, which is I think people are, are tired of the election and, and and really really eager to move on. Certainly, there's there's a lot of uncertainty, a lot of stress, and and both of those are never good for business. I mean, you, you can't be sure what decisions you're going to make now, whether those decisions are are going to be in place later on. And I'll give you an example of that is you know, people don't know if TPP is going to happen or not. And so they're, they're saying, should we, what should we do in Vietnam with respect to footwear? I mean, footwear does you know, present some incredible opportunities in Vietnam. Um, and what we're telling our members is let's work to make TPP happen. Let's, let's do everything we can to, to expedite its, its implementation. But as you evaluate the opportunities in Vietnam or Japan or wherever it might be with respect to footwear in the United States, don't, don't evaluate them with the filter that TPP has passed. Evaluate them with the filter that TPP hasn't passed. And if, and if it works without TPP, then it will work even better with TPP.